It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, September 11th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. You remarked this morning, Shauna, that you hadn't really heard anything about September 11th this year. No. No, it's uh, it's weird because no, I don't know. For a long time, it seemed like it was a really big deal leading up, of course. But yeah, it's been a pretty quiet this year. Yeah, there's all kinds of you know reflections and yeah. tributes and that sort of thing. But yeah, nothing. I mean, is it getting to the point where it's like we're so far removed from it now, 22 years ago, that it's not? Holy crap! It's crazy to think that was 22 years I know. ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, I know. Yeah, that's that must be it, right? Obviously, but maybe you'll just hear about it on the big anniversaries now. You know, yeah, twenty-five years, fifty years, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. How was your weekend? It was fantastic. Uh, we played ball all weekend. We had our big Expos year-end ball tournament. Um, the weather was unbelievable. The team did way better than we ever have, so that was a win. And yeah, we played. And one, two, three, four, five, six, six games. Six ball games in a weekend. Six ball games. How's your body? My body feels body good, sore? which is great. Uh, yeah, I know there's some people on the team who are pretty sore. I think my the the cycling I did last uh, last month primed me for that. I'm feeling good. I feel like slow pitch is surprisingly hard on your body, on your body, because like. Like, I'm pretty active, right? And mm-hmm. and I do try to do something physical every single day, whether it's running or going to the gym or whatever, and I play with my kids hard and that. But I'll play, like, one slow-pitch game and feel it for a week because it's like you don't warm up yeah. and you hit and just sprint full out. And That's it, yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's I mean, it's different muscles than what you use in other ways. Yeah. yeah. Well, for sure, yeah. Um, we had some injuries, uh, <laughs> as, as you do. There always are. Always injuries, Yeah. Uh, it was a beautiful weekend, though, especially a beautiful weekend for baseball. Bo's playing fall baseball. Oh, nice. And it's this pretty, like, we signed him up for it, not really knowing how intense the league was. Like oh. he's So it, we were at the Ball Diamond for 12 hours this weekend. Holy crap. Yeah, six hours on Saturday, six hours on Sunday. Okay. And it's like that for the next three weeks after this. Like, wow. It's, it's a very short, very intense season. Um but it's good. It's decent baseball, and he's really enjoying it. So That's awesome. And the weather was great, so that was nice. It was phenomenal. Actually, I have a couple quick shout-outs, because I met some uh, friends of the show while I was Do there. It. Uh, Rob was one of the umps, and he's a huge listener, and so it was super nice to finally meet Rob. Nice. So, shout-out to Rob. And then Devin, Dylan, and Damien. I met all of them as well. All awesome, awesome people, and three Ds, strangely, coincidentally, but... Uh, they were all out playing too, so Rob, super nice. Devin, Dylan, Damien. Yeah, meet all you guys. Thanks for coming up and saying hey. Cool. Hey. Yeah. On today's show, we're going to talk about a new type of snack. There aren't really new snacks anymore. No. Not often. There's it's exciting. A, new type of one. a friend has made a pretty funny request of me. <laughs> we'll get into that. Bands that are lifestyles, yeah. not just. That have dedicated fan bases that where it, where it becomes an entire lifestyle, uh, and a clip that was sent to us many many times after your out of context clip of the show. It was the eighties, and everybody had a rat tail. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Shauna, how many times have you been sent the clip of the wor- of the the woman with the world's longest female mullet? I don't. I've lost count. <laughs> I know. Like people, a dozen times I've sent this video. Yeah, people know we love mullets on this radio program. We and love lady mullets. We, we love, love skullets. Mull- we, we love all variations. We all, Animal mullets. We do not discriminate. Nope. nope. Uh, so we've been... Yes. So many times. So 58-year-old... 
Tammy Manis of Knoxville, Tennessee, is yep. in the Guinness Book of World Records right now for the longest femlet. The of longest. Of course, her name is Tammy. F- yeah. <laughs> of course, her name is Tammy, Tammy Manis. Tammy from Knoxville. <laughs> like that's just yes. Here's absolutely. what. Uh, here's what Tammy has to say about her. This. I mean, you got to see this thing. It's like, it's, it's otherworldly. It's five foot eight. How not, tall are you, Shauna? Five foot eight. Not her. Her mullet is five foot eight. So does it touch the ground or is she a tall lady? She must be a tall lady. And it I think it, it tickles the ground to just mm, on just the ground too. If you look the at the bottom if you look at the bottom of her mullet, you can tell it's it's a little rough. A little rougher. It's probably uh, it's seen it's seen some rough ground. road. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. She doesn't have like like bridesmaids behind her that carry that she thing needs for her. That. Yeah, it is like a train. She does need that. Five foot eight. So she's got a Shauna sized mullet coming off the back of her. Doesn't she does, she? yeah. <laughs> she's got you she in has, mullet form. Yes. I am holding on to the back of her head. Okay, me. Here's what Tammy has to say about her phenomenal mullet. Growing the longest mullet never really started out as anything other than it was the eighties and everybody had a rat tail and I started growing mine and over the years it's just kept growing. So I just want to stop there. Mm-hmm. It was the eighties, everyone had a rat tail and she saw one and she was like, I think I might like me one of them rat tails. I need that then- in five foot eight form. <laughs> Okay, I need that to be size five eight. It almost sounds like it got away from her. Right behind me. Like she started with a little rat tail, and the next thing you know, she woke up and it was like halfway down her back. She's like, "This is really something now." This is me. <laughs> Obviously, this is what I was meant to do. So I've kept it. I'm actually in the 2024 edition of the Guinness World Records for the world's longest mullet, and that is pretty amazing, <laughs> isn't it? That's that's saying it lightly, Tammy Dennis. God, Tammy. <laughs> Yeah, it just appeared overnight. She was like, "This is my des, this is my destiny." <laughs> Five foot eight, Muggsy Bogue size mullet. There, <laughs> do you? How tall are you gonna grow that? Thing? Five <laughs> foot eight. <laughs> that's that's the size Hell, my mullet's gonna be. <laughs> maybe we'll go for six feet. <laughs> maybe six feet. Do you think Tammy Manis gets then a I'm nod? Pull it a, up though. Is it Terry of the month? Then I have to. Yes, absolutely. A See, Tammy a, of the month. A Tammy of the month, okay? I'm only, I'm only a five foot ten lady. It's a Shanula. So if, me. if that thing gets much longer. I have to grow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to walk around pumps or something like that. I have to grow with my mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'll have to be getting a little taller. Okay. Oh my god. How, how do we grow me? <laughs> how, <laughs> how do we grow me? <laughs> Do mullets eat the same food Tammy's eat or what? Can we get this thing growing same size as me? Let's go. We talked recently, Beckler, about this insane TikTok trend of women filming their asses as they sit on their phones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yes. And when we talked about this, we were like, maybe uh, young kids should find God again. Yeah. Like, we, go back to church. We turned away from the church and you can see the, you can see, you what's, can see happened. what's happened. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I don't know if because we talked about this and it was, it was some something happened. I came across this this cover of a Pokemon theme song, but it's related to Christ instead. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, maybe um, to help with what has happened here, we can... The odd time points back to God. Maybe we can have a little religious uh, mixture on, on this radio show? program. Uh, just in, in this form, because it's music related. Uh, this isn't the best cover I've ever heard, but just have a listen, because these people tried really hard. And you know what? 
Maybe this is what we need. I wanna be like Jesus Christ. No one ever does. Don't by him is my real best. To praise him is my cause. I will travel across the land. Far and wide. Preaching far and wide, yeah. That well, it goes off the rails a little bit. It started pretty solid, and but he, it's, first of all, I have to say, God blessed him with a wonderful singing voice. He absolutely so did, right? It comes from another person with a wonderful singing voice. Truly, truly, so. yes. But uh, just I wanna be like Jesus Christ, yeah. right? Don't we all? We need to instead of yeah, filming our asses on the phone. That's so. what we need. That'll speak to the children. Yes. We need that or we need Veggie Tales to come back. Yes, we need, that as well. We need, we need, we need. Y'all need we Jesus. Need just wholesome. <laughs> Wholesome content. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Last week, just kind of hanging around the office here, I forget who we were talking with, one of our coworkers. We were talking about Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Who passed away recently. Mm-hmm. And they said that he was a billionaire? Yeah. I didn't realize Jimmy Buffett was a billionaire. Well, he has all these retirement homes and stuff now. Yeah, because I was like, well, I mean, his music was big enough, I guess, and then he's got his chain of Margaritaville restaurants. I was like, you don't become a billionaire from those two things. No, there's resorts. Like, yeah, billion-dollar resorts now named after him. Wow. It's crazy. Um, But whoever we were talking to, they were talking about his fans who call themselves Parrot Heads. Hilarious. And how he's not just a musician or a restaurateur or or a hotelier. He's a lifestyle he is. Like, he is a lifestyle. And I was like, that is so accurate. Well, do you remember me talking about a friend of mine who goes to like pilgrimages and would go see him around the world and him and the parrot heads would all go together. He has his own Jimmy Buffett bar in the basement. He has his own Margaritaville that he has built and he has parties <laughs> and he is he is the Jimmy Buffett super fan. He is uh, fully devoted to lifestyle. See, traveling to see a band, I don't think quite qualifies as a lifestyle because there's nope. lots of bands that people will come from all over to see, right? Yes, yeah. Like, you know, people will follow a band like the Foo Fighters around or sure. Tool or, you know, I got a buddy who's in Chicago right now at a bunch of Foo, uh, Pearl Jam shows. Yep. And people will travel to see Pearl Jam. No, this is different. It's not a lifestyle like it is with, with Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Like if I if, if if I said to you, oh, my parents are retired, they're living that Jimmy Buffett lifestyle, you know exactly what I'm talking about, yes. don't you? Well, and that's they're- what's hilarious is this dude is, he's mid-30s and he is fully <laughs> devoted to lifestyle. And it's amazing. Like, he will wear all the shirts and, like, he is obsessed. Like, absolutely obsessed with Jimmy. He's got a pretty good blender in his basement. He's, he's got, got it all. Like, no, his whole yeah. house is decked out like Jimmy Buffett. Like, it's just, it's a shrine to Jimmy. It's amazing. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Like, yeah, but- can you think of any other artists that are a lifestyle like that? Like, where it's not just people are really dedicated fans, but it's it's a whole thing that goes with it. I mean, Insane Clown Posse has... That's the only one I could think of. Yeah, they've, that's a lifestyle for the sure. The Juggalos live a different lifestyle they than do. the rest of us, don't they? They do, but it's very rare, yeah. Yeah, to get to that level, no wonder he's a billionaire. Yeah. People are living <laughs> your lifestyle, man. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. The hashtag resign Trudeau was trending the other day. I don't know if you saw this. No. Um, but we were talking about how his polling numbers are suffering, and we were actually discussing if he, you think, will step down or not. Uh, but it's funny because when I first saw that hashtag, I read it as re-sign Trudeau. 
Like sign him to a new contract? Like sign him to a new contract. <laughs> and it got me thinking about how those two terms and the meanings are far too close and they are essentially complete opposites. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one is telling you to step down and one is like, no, you should continue on longer. And they look the same. And they do. And it really just took the wind right out of that hashtag because, of course, it was people who are angry and want him to <laughs> resign. But I'm reading it. I'm like, resign him. You want to resign him to a contract? <laughs> Renew his deal? I honestly huh. was just envisioning like, yeah, him sitting down with the baseball managers and like, all right, we're going to resign you to uh, another contract here. Yeah. You know, uh, it's just maybe an entry level contract right now because uh, you need to, you, know, you need to boost your two way contract. Yeah, you yeah. might be sent down to AAA. That's just it. <laughs> We'd like to extend your contract, but we need you to perform a little better. So we'll see how it goes yeah. at the end of the season. But that's all I was envisioning. I was like, this really has ruined this hashtag. His agent in there. Yeah. What do we do about Trudeau? Yeah. Well, he's going to want at least another four years. No, we're going to want a four year deal. No, we don't want to commit to that. At but three ninety eight a year or whatever. Yeah. And you know, if we sign him long term, you know we're going to be in cap hell by the end of this contract. Yeah, so. absolutely. But right now, I mean, the fans are turning on him a little bit, so we, what do we do? <laughs> and Shauna Podcast. I met up with my buddy on the weekend. This is the one whose wedding I'll be emceeing next month. Oh, yeah. We've talked about this wedding on the air before. It's a real big wedding, mm-hmm. and I'm a little nervous for my role as both MC and officiant. I do not envy you. No, it'll, I think it'll go okay. Oh, He's I'm sure. Yeah. pretty laid back, but we were, we were going over the program together. And uh, I mentioned that I, I might want to find a different suit to wear because he's wearing a navy blue tux, and my only suit that fits right now is also navy, and I don't want to mm. wear the same color as the groom. Makes right? sense, yeah. And like, no one wants to wear the same color as the bride. Yeah. Um, but then he kind of hinted that he'd also appreciate if I shaved my handlebar mustache for the wedding. <laughs> That's really funny. I know, and I just like burst out laughing. I was like, for real? He doesn't... I sort of get it. Yeah. Like, you know, all these photos you're going to have of your special day forever, and who's this, like, who's this Terry with the handlebars who's marrying that you, right? so funny. So- <laughs> I mean, good for him for even suggesting yeah. that, because it's an awkward thing to even suggest. He's like, I think it's awesome, but it's kind of implying that it's his fiance that maybe oh doesn't want the handlebars there. But, like... It's funny because even if, let's say yours is kind of ironic or something, there's a lot of people who seriously have handlebars. Yeah. And it's not, like, you can't just say that you don't like somebody's facial hair. You saying mine is ironic? Well, no, yours, like, it started as, you said, kind of a, not a joke, but it was. And then I then became a bit of a vocation. And then. Found my calling. I know, it kind of just stuck to you, right? (laughs) It was like, it belonged there. And so now it's a thing. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Super funny. How do you. Huh. I mean, I sort of get it. Like, I thought it was hilarious. I was gonna, I was probably gonna shave it anyways for the wedding, just because okay. you know. You're gonna give it up. Yeah, you can't have like ridiculous handlebar mustache. But it's not. That's wedding. the thing. It's not ridiculous. <laughs> like, so many people have fashionable different types of mustaches <laughs> right now. Although I guess the problem is, is that it does go in and out of vogue, right? Fairly often. It'd be like is that what a he's crazy concerned about at your wedding? Right? It's like it's gonna. But geez, like. I mean, there's a lot of things that go out of style when it comes to photos as well, right? Oh, for sure. Like, people look back a lot in their wedding photos and go, what was I thinking? Almost everybody, I think. Yeah. Almost so, everybody, whether it's like the cut of your suit or the way that you had your hair done that day or, mm-hmm. yeah. But I see, yeah, like if you had a skullet coming to your wedding, how you right. might be like, if I you, a, do you mind? <laughs> if I had a skullet, I probably wouldn't have been offered the role, I'm thinking, but it's... <laughs> Interesting. That's I guess quite funny. To Terry, you don't want Terry marrying you, do you? I guess. Not. I mean, I, you kind of do, though. Do you take this brother to be your lawfully wedded <laughs> husband in sickness and in health when he's rocking and when he ain't? 
I mean, My brother. remember your wedding and the officiant was talking about the riders and he just yeah, went off on a rider's tangent. I mean, I guess that's, that's part for the course of Saskatchewan, though. Yeah. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was watching TV on the weekend and this commercial came on for a new snack called an Uncrustable. Have you seen these? I have not seen an Uncrustable. Tip that in the Google. Um, it looks kind of like a pizza pocket. Yep. But it's peanut butter jelly and it's in sa- it's a sandwich. And the idea um, is that because it's circular, it of course has no crusts. And it's just kind of like crimped around the edges like a pie almost, That's it. Right? It kind of looks like a round pastry type thing. And then I guess you freeze them and you can thaw them out at any time and you have a PB and jelly sandwich on the go. Made by Smuckers. It is. Funny last name, by the way, Smuckers. It's a great last name. Uh, I, 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 I was watching this though and I got pretty excited because I realized like, it's very rare that a new snack comes on the market these days. Have you ever thought of that? Like so many snacks are kind of just remakes of stuff that we had as kids. You're kind of reinventing the wheel of stuff, the stuff that we had because it's kind of all been done, right? So Yeah, I never really considered that, but you're right. Just to come up with something new in snacks yes. is pretty remarkable. It really is. This late in the game. And that's just it. So I saw this whole Uncrustable thing and I'm like, that's new. We well, did not have this. What was the last new big thing in snacks? It's a damn good question. Was I, it like veggie straws or something? When they figured out how to like make vegetables into a Pringles-like paste? And Maybe. Then put them in straw form? Yeah. I mean, you go through all these phases, and of course, we're, we're about the healthy eating phase in life right now. So right. yes, it's about making things that were not healthy for you more healthy. So of course, now we're going through the whole protein everything phase. So Ooh, all the protein stuff, yeah. Right? Now or, it's not cookies, it's protein cookies. You just toss that protein in it all, and it's good now. It's also about tricking us into thinking that your snack is healthy when it's not. Absolutely. By calling it something like veggie straws. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Or smart food. Smart It is food. not healthier than any type of chips, but they call it smart. Just put smart in the name that yeah. people feel smart it's good it means it's healthy even though it's not yeah so, so it's rare it's very rare so uncrustable is the new thing i think i need to try this out though it i mean just looking at it i know the this bread the doesn't thing. look real no and it's again it's frozen so you, right it's not there's a there's another option there's peanut butter and jelly and then i saw there's the hazelnut spread option as well the nutella version essentially i'd be more of a pb and j guy myself me too i just i and i know i'm not but the reviews are good on it. Peanut butter and grape jelly sandwich. Oh, wow. Eh. Okay. Peanut that's... butter and strawberry. Oh, my God. There's options. There is. And there's the reduced sugar with whole wheat. Oh, God. Yeah, there you go. The healthier option. I know. It just, it, it's, but I've got to try it. Just Seems like unnatural. everything. Well, I mean, let's look at the snacks we had as kids. They are all very unnatural as well. True. Okay? Like a Joe Louie. What is that? What? Look, <laughs> <laughs> well, we just, what, uh, is, what is a, it's a Joss Louie, isn't it? Uh, it's we always said Joe Louie. I don't even know. It's J O S dot Louie. Yep. Joss. We Joss always Louis. growing up said Joe Louie. I don't know what that is. It's some sort of cake. Yeah, right. It's you, none of the snacks that we ever. We didn't question it. The right? Uncrustable. I mean, it's so easy to whip up a PB and J. What? How much easier does this need to get? It's not about that. <laughs> easier and more preserved does this need to get? That's the thing. If you put that on a windowsill, I'm sure it would be good for a long ass time. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We got a message in front of the show, Aaron, that said Uncrustables aren't that new. They were patented in 2007 and she saw ads for them pre-COVID. Okay. I would say that's pretty new in the snack game. Wouldn't also, you? patented doesn't mean that it came en masse. Like, right. that's cool. You, that's very early on in the game. And yes, pre COVID is pretty damn new. You ask yeah, me. Yeah, compared to other snacks like chips 
and popcorn, mm -hmm. which has been around since the dawn of time. Yes, and they're, they have a big advertising campaign because clearly they're not selling that well. Where that's coming right out. So yeah, no, we missed the Uncrustable. Okay, I'm sorry, Aaron. Jeez. I made popcorn in the microwave this weekend, mm -hmm. and I was thinking about the first, like, whoever discovered popcorn, what a thrill that must have How been. How fun would that be? Hey? You know, the first person who threw some corn in the fire and then it started popping, like, oh yeah. That was a good day. That would be riveting. <laughs> I, was, I bet there was some cheering and some excitement. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure that was a great party trick. Look what I can do. Look at this. Look I this. thought it was magic. Because you're like, Absolutely. this came from that? How? Yeah. How? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be fun. Would it ever? Yes. <laughs> that party lasted for four days. I wonder if that's what happened when they first <laughs> discovered an Uncrustable as well, you know? Oh my god, we have a new one! And everybody's like, I don't know about this, it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's rare though, it really is rare to come up with a new snack. It's always exciting when it happens. We're, we're a big snack culture, we've done it all, haven't we? The other thing actually that was fairly new that I thought of, when Bear Claws, those healthy quote, is that what they're called? Like They're like kids. Bear paws. Bear paws. Yeah, bear paws, I think, is a type of donut, isn't yeah, it? Or? No, that's a delicious um, chocolate uh, treat, like a chocolate thing. Uh, but yes, bear paws. I remember when those first came out, too, and I was like, oh, that's a new way of doing But it's, it's a cookie. It's the same, again, it's reinventing the wheel, right? It's like granola-healthy-ish cookies. Is They're, bear paws. They're also kind of my nightmare because they're drier than a fart, and it is impossible for a kid to eat one without getting most of it everywhere. Mm, so they were invented by somebody who hates children. So, or like, hates parents. Like, yeah. a, like it's the worst road trip snack in the world because half of it ends up in the seats. So okay. I'm just like, no bear no bear paws in the car. That's fair. Yeah. If you're going to eat a bear paw, it's got to be like on the deck in the backyard because <laughs> I'm not cleaning this thing up. Although there's a lot of like, aren't goldfish pretty bad for that too? Oh man, goldfish, Cheerios, like they're going everywhere. Oh right? yeah. Like my sister's brand new car, when I get in there, I'm like, how many goldfish are we going to count on the floor today? Because those things just go everywhere. At the grocery store yesterday and they're, they have Halloween themed bear paws. Oh. They're calling them scare paws. Ooh, like that one, eh? Good dad joke, yeah. That's, that's a good really one. Good. Yeah, that is a ten, good one. Ten kid dad joke. You know what else they're selling for Halloween candy this year? What? Um, Full-size Gushers fruit roll-ups and fruit by the foot. So you can buy a big box and hand that out oh, Halloween. Oh, wow. Like, I would be pumped to get any one of those in my candy bag as a kid. It's been so long since I've had a fruit roll-up. Do they still have more they cut up, like you can cut out the things in them? I think so. Oh, man. That's what I'm the, getting when I get home. Remember like when we were young, they made they had like fake pizza ones where you could put your own toppings oh, on? Oh, yeah. Stuff. I forgot about that. And Gushers are just, like, next level. Yep, so. it's been a long time. I never, my, my mom never bought Gushers. She didn't believe in them. I was always very sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were a religious household, so we were. Gushers weren't allowed. <laughs> yeah, no Gushers allowed in the house. Um, so I'd go to my friend's places, and we'd be sacrilegious there and eat the Gushers. So, uh, yeah, you know, very um, pious. Our household <laughs> Gushers were banned. Yeah. Well, you can uh, eat all the sacrilegious gushers you want. You can even worship the devil in your new home from Shane Homes. It's yours. Do whatever you want. You can customize your own shrine if you'd like to, to the devil or whatever. Yeah. Shane Homes offers paired homes with next level soundproofing. So whatever you've got going on on your side. Mm -hmm. No one will hear you'll devil worship. <laughs> they won't. Nope. You can chant. You can speak in tongues. Whatever you want. These 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. Learn more at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. As we near the playoffs for the MLB season, 
I thought that it would be fun to do some baseball terms. Sure. This was inspired by my boyfriend, Cliff. He sent me one explanation, and then I kind of went down the rabbit hole from there. But the first one is why we call it home plate. I don't know. So, um, yeah, it was basically started as just another base, as you can imagine. When you think of home plate, right, there's the three bases and then home plate. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, they all looked the same at one point. And then they decided to turn it so that one point was facing the pitcher. And then they realized in doing that that it was kind of more unclear where the batter should be. And they wanted very clear lines for where the batter is. So then they changed it to a house so that the batter would have these even lines on either side that it would stand on the side of. And then the the pitcher would then have the point still facing at him too. So it looks kind of like a house like it does. But before that, in like the 1860s, There were all kinds of things that they tried to do and experiment with. So uh, there was different materials that they tried to use, like wood, marble, cast iron. At different points, a home plate was made of all these different materials. Mm -hmm. And at one point, it was literally a dinner plate that was used. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. And for a while, it was circular. Like in in the 1860s, it was actually a circular plate for a while. And it was actually sometimes a a dinner plate that was used to mark where home plate should be. Someone's so ceramic plate? It kind of just stuck with that. I wonder when they turned the plate around so that the point was facing away from the pitcher. I don't know. Hmm. It's good. I didn't look into them. Sorry. I'll look into that further. Um, but then I got into some other baseball terms, and I never even thought about this, but there's, of course, some that are very obviously also inspired by ships. Okay. Like so many of our other phrases are, um, but think about on deck. Mm. On deck, obviously, which means the next batter up, they say that this batter is on deck. Well, that comes from ships. And you can probably guess to be on deck was in the main area of a ship. And then to be in the hold was the holding place below deck. And we now say in the hole for the second batter that's coming up. I always thought in the hole was just because you're waiting in the opening of the dugout to then go on deck. No. Like you're standing in the hole. Which it is to the now, dugout. so it works that way as well. But no, it literally started with sh- ships hmm. and the on deck versus in the hold. Nobody knows where that miscommunication came, and now we say in the hole instead of in the hold. But that's where everything it all comes is from. nautical. Everything is about ships. Yep. It all started with the ships. We were all pirates. You could make yourself sound really smart if someone ever asks, I wonder where that term comes from. You say, it's, oh, nautical. it's nautical. Yeah, it's, uh, it's more seafaring days. Mm-hmm. And you're probably right. Yes. Demology <laughs> yeah, with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We had our Expo slow pitch tournament this past weekend. Mm-hmm. So our X team uh, was in a tournament. It was, what a what a weekend for it, honestly. Beautiful weekend to be outside, yep. Yeah, uh, although at one point a ball came screaming toward me and I took one look at this thing and I bailed on it. I was like, I'm not even going to try to catch that. Like, it was so hot. I was just like, nope. And I just ran past it, tried to leap over it. was like, not even going for that. No. Like, not. I don't uh, I don't blame you. I no. do the same thing. Because, you know, when I play with the team, sometimes they'll put me at shortstop. Yeah. And if it's hit too hard, I just like, you're supposed to get in front of it, mm-hmm. you know, stay down on a ground ball and like not nope. let it pass. And I just stick a glove out because like, I'm not getting hit in the face That's and it. losing a tooth. Over slow pitch. Over slow pitch. I'm just not. No. It's not worth it. Self-preservation. You know, as we get a little older as well, I think it's even (laughs) more so. You're just like, I'm not going to risk that for a fun slow pitch game. I'm sorry. Yeah. The last time I dove for a ball in slow pitch was five years ago, and I still have the scar from it there. So I was like, I don't need this. 
Uh, nope. It's slow pitch, right? No, and it's funny. I have this big this big snowboard trip coming up in a few months, and I'm like, I'm not gonna, I no, not gonna risk injury no. at this game to you know jeopardize that. It got me thinking though. I was like, as baseball players get older, did do they do that? You think just a little bit? Like obviously you don't dive fresh out of the way of the ball. You're like, nope, not taking this one. But as you get a bit older, I mean, self preservation's got to be something that comes to mind for them as well sometimes no like, like i'm not diving for this one right maybe <laughs> i won't lay out quite as hard as i could just just because but straight up diving out of the way of i mean think that would stick out wouldn't it we'll do a little bit yeah <laughs> should be little out of the ballpark the 2-1 pitch that's grounded hard towards second base oh, and merrifield laid off that one right at him and he he ducked almost looked like he was scared of the ball one on nobody out here's the pitch that grounded hard at the shortstop <laughs> And Bo just turned away and started running with his hands above his head. Well, he is quite a handsome fellow. He probably doesn't want to ruin that marketable face of his. This is true. Runners on first and second, and that ball is lined hard right toward first base. Flatty just ran into the dugout and into the clubhouse screaming. It's a team of cowards is what this is. Dear me. Base is loaded now. Foul back toward the broadcast. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I have some quotes to share with you, Shauna. Oh, please. A couple white girl quotes and then like a hybrid white girl, white bro quote. Great. Okay. Um, That's fall, so I'm hoping you have a nice rating for us because this is the... This is like the white girl playoffs right now, right? Totally, yeah. Uh, so one is, I saw this on a woman's t-shirt this weekend. I'm on a nice little roll of spotting white girl sayings on t-shirts out in the wild. Interesting. This one said, weekend forecast, camping with a chance of wine. Um, that's, that's mom's wine shirt right there. Yep, yep, sure is. Uh, Got a shoehorn wine into everything. <laughs> that's what you do. The second okay. is from friend of the show, Danielle. She was in a breakfast place in Golden, BC, and there was a sign on the wall that said, Wine is to women as duct tape is to men. It fixes everything. Mm, again. <laughs> wow. Cheeky. You just really, you just have to take the word wine and you just put it in anything you can. You stuff that into a quote and you're golden. That one's also really funny because it assumes that men don't drink wine and women don't use duct tape. Yeah. Neither of which are true. No. Uh, finally, this is from front of the show, Chase. This is the hybrid one. Yeah. I can't believe we've never seen this one before either with the amount of time that we've spent discussing these things on the show. Mm-hmm. Lift, laugh, love. Oh, no. Ooh. You like that? How'd that one land? That hurts. <laughs> that one hurts. Like, who is putting that anywhere? I don't know. Is that, did he see this somewhere or did he? Yeah. I, yeah. Like, How did you send it to me? I don't know many guys who would like wear that on a t-shirt, you know, to the gym. That's not what you normally would see on a, a gym t-shirt is lift, laugh, love. Maybe big gym girls? Big gym girls. Okay, maybe. Big gym girls. Okay. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like um, men, but the men wouldn't really. That's Probably a little too not. girly. Probably not. Out yeah. of 10, what are we giving this? I'm going to say nine. Nine. Do we have a do Nine, have a metric? zero sensory float pods out of 10. Ah, have you ever done one of those full pods? I have those, not. They're no. awesome. They're a huge thing. There's these one just over by the station here, and it's like it's pretty expensive. Otherwise, I'd go more often. But yep. if you get a chance it to do it, it's quite delightful. an experience. Yeah. yeah, but it's definitely a white girl thing. Yeah. Okay. Zero sensory float pods. Yes. Nine, Nine of out of these. ten. All right. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X 99.
92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna download it daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.